Very pleasant good day to you, and welcome to Fast and Not So Furious, episode number two. My name is Dustin Huffman, uh, the corporate trainer for AssureSource, and today we're going to spend just a few moments talking about short-term care. Uh, but before we dive in, we just want to give you just a brief overview, a glimpse of what we're going to talk about. Uh, first, we're going to look uh, real quickly about some uh, statistics uh, that go along with short-term care, some very sobering uh, statistics. Uh, we'll then look at what short-term care is, uh, kind of the Reader's Digest version of what short-term care does, what it doesn't do. Uh, then we'll look at uh, what makes it right for your client, uh, what makes it then right for you. Uh, we'll then look real quickly at how it's done, what's the best method uh, to do that, and then look at some product highlights uh, from our two uh, major uh, short-term care providers, that being GTL and Medico. So that being said, let's go ahead and get into uh, the training today. And the first thing we're going to talk about is some sobering statistics about uh, long-term care, the necessity of it in our co uh, in our country. According to a 2017 study, uh, this was done by the federal government. Uh, you can find this on the, the longtermcare.gov website. Uh, that 70% of people over 65 will need some type of long-term care in their lifetime. The sobering part of this is that the majority of those people aren't prepared for it. Uh, as we look at how long uh, the average stay is, uh, we see that women uh, will spend almost two uh, times the amount of time in long-term or short-term care uh, that men will. Uh, women will need almost four years of some sort of care, and men will need uh, a little over two years. I think women was 3.8 years and men at 2.2. Uh, and then the question is then why uh, do women need a longer uh, term of care than men do? And the answer is uh, pretty simple is that the is that women live longer than men do. Um, if you look at as far as the average length is concerned, uh, twenty percent of the people though uh, will need care for more than five years. Uh, one of the uh, interesting uh, things I've uh, was in doing some research, uh, over the last couple of days, is that if you live to the age of 80, uh, you are 75% likely to live to the age of 90. You say, why does that uh, matter? So the reason it matters is as we look at uh, short-term care uh, versus long-term care insurance, uh, you have a small part of the population, 20% of folks, driving up that average age number. Uh, so that we can see that there's a large part of the population that if they could get some sort of uh, short-term care insurance, it would be of a huge uh, advantage uh, to their uh, to their life as they you know wind down their later years. 
you know, we, we said that 70% of folks uh, will need some sort of long-term care in their life. Uh, that can, you pretty much can divide that up as uh, part of those folks will be at home, uh, and then the rest of those will be in a facility. If you look at uh, in-home care, about 60% of people will need uh, at least a year of unpaid in-home care. This is normally going to be family, friends, uh, support system uh, in place for folks. Uh, then you have uh, people that uh, for around less than a year of some sort of paid in-home care, that's about 42% of people. Uh, and then any care in the home of two years or longer is about 65%. Uh, as we look at uh, in-facility care, of uh, those folks that need uh, nursing home facilities, 35% of those uh, will come uh, a one year at least of nursing facilities, 13% uh, in some sort of uh, assisted living, and then 37% of care in any sort of a facility. So as we look at that, I'll, the majority of people are uh, looking for in-home care, uh, and a large group of those people can, if they could have some sort of coverage for short-term care, uh, it would be uh, just a big piece of the puzzle as far as taking care of them uh, later in life. So let's go ahead and look then at what exactly is short-term care, uh, what I'll call, you know, you'll find week to week, the Reader's Digest version of uh, what this is, going to give you a brief overview. Uh, essentially, short-term care is an insurance plan uh, that can be combined with a health care plan uh, to help uh, cover many of the costs that are associated with in-home uh, long-term care. It uh, helps with the cost of uh, nursing care, uh, physical therapy, speech pathology, respirational therapy, uh, chemotherapy, uh, many other things that we'll talk about a little bit more uh, in depth uh, in a few moments. Uh, but it also covers the cost of home health care aid, uh, as well as uh, many of those, especially one that we'll look at, uh, includes a prescription benefit that uh, makes it uh, a lot more uh, cost effective, even in the short term, so that in the uh, period of time between the time they purchase the policy and then need some sort of uh, short-term care, they're still getting something back out of the policy, which makes it a lot more uh, financially advantageous to them in the here uh, and now. So that's kind of a brief overview of as far as what uh, short-term care is. Uh, but, um, you know, most importantly, as we look at anything, is what uh, makes this a great fit uh, for many of your clients? Uh, and the first thing that we look at is that the majority of people uh, can no longer afford long-term care insurance. Uh, if people can't afford it or they have an older policy or they can do something with an annuity to provide long-term care, uh, that's obviously still going to be better. Uh, but um, a lot of people are in a situation where they can no longer afford that due to the fact that uh, because people are living longer, uh, the cost of long-term care insurance has increased. You know, we've seen a decrease in the cost of life insurance over the last uh, 10, 20 years. And one of the big reasons is that people are living longer. So 
uh, insurance companies can collect for a longer period of time, uh, which means that the, the insurance itself uh, is cheaper. But it, just as that has went down, uh, long-term care insurance, because of that same reason, has went up. Uh, also, uh, the majority of people have not planned in any way for their long-term care. Uh, as you sit down with people that are turning 65 and you talk to them about, you know, what is your plan uh, going forward if you need some sort of care? You know, God forbid, uh, do you have a support system? Do you have an insurance plan? You know, what is your plan? Uh, and then also the majority of people uh, want to stay at home for their care. Uh, just speaking to a lady today, it was a uh, we talked to her about this particular product uh, and the fact that she would be able to stay in her home uh, was the biggest uh, selling point for her. That just the look on her face, the smile uh, that she got about being able to stay home among her things and her pets and things of that nature it creates a, a much better uh, quality of living. Uh, the next thing that we look at uh, as far as uh, why this makes it a good fit for a lot of clients is that, you know, looking at some statistics uh, as of late, is that there are many of the diseases which used to kill people 20, 30 years ago, like lung cancer, uh, even pancreatic cancer, heart disease, uh, things of that nature, those are decreasing as far as uh, killers among the uh, aged in our in our country, uh, but the fastest growing killer among uh, the aged in the U.S. is Alzheimer's and uh, dementia. Um, we have an epidemic almost in our country, um, the increase of Alzheimer's uh, and dementia, and that uh, creates a situation where anybody in that state that is in that state for very long is going to need some sort of long-term care. And then lastly, what makes it a good fit is it's a very easy uh, requirement as far as what's needed to be approved for these type policies. Essentially, if somebody can still bathe themselves, uh, give themselves uh, food, they can feed themselves, they can dress themselves, uh, they'll be able to be approved for um, long-term care insurance. So that's what's in it for your client. So we'd like to think that we do... Uh, everything out of the goodness of our hearts, but we also need to find out what's in it for us. Um, the first and foremost to me uh, with this is that you can really feel like you're truly taking care of your clients. I can't uh, tell you the feeling uh, that I had this morning talking to uh, this uh, sweet lady about her long-term care and how and just the relief and joy that she got from knowing uh, that she had some sort of a chance to be able to stay in home uh, with her uh, loved ones, with her pets, with her things that she uh, has collected over the years. Uh, just that look on her face uh, was what was in it uh, in a lot of ways for me. Uh, but also there is a financial uh, thing as we look at this uh, average year first commission first year commission on these type plans would probably be around uh, three hundred dollars uh, with fifty percent of that being advanced uh, and then renewals on each of these clients uh, from the second year uh, going on because this is not the type of product uh, that somebody's going to get rid of after that they get it so we've looked at you know what it is 
looked at some statistics. Uh, we've looked at what's best, uh, what makes it fit the best for your client, what makes it good for you. Uh, and so obviously we need to talk about uh, what's the best method, what's the best way of going about uh, talking about this particular topic. Uh, and I'm sure that uh, Hunter and uh, Mike will be excited to know that it is. It's the back of the sheet. It's the back of the consult form. I know that uh, you know a lot of times the back of that sheet makes uh, many of us very uh, apprehensive. It makes us nervous. We uh, we're real comfortable talking about Medicare and the things that we talk about on a normal uh, basis. But something about this makes it a little bit uh, nerve wracking. And you know, part of it is this: is that uh, it's you're we're, it's not something you're talking about that's going to make people feel good when you talk about people's. Uh, extended care, uh, about getting to a point in their life when they can't take care of themselves. Uh, we talk about legacy planning and pa uh, passing away and life insurance. Uh, those aren't exactly uh, warm and fuzzy feelings that we bring up uh, at that uh, moment in time, uh, but they are uh, vitally important to truly uh, taking care of our clients. Uh, if we'll use the back of the uh, consult form, the, you know, the question about extended care is how do you plan for your long-term care expenses? In other words, what's your plan? Is it, do you have family? Do you have friends? Do you have kids? Uh, do you have neighbors that will be able to help you? And then the second question is how do you uh, plan on paying for your extended long-term care? Uh, how do you plan on coming up with the funds to be able to uh, take care of this part of your life? So uh, that's you gets you into a conversation to talk about. You know, these are this is what uh, I had thought about. This is what they haven't thought about. Um, and you have a conversation around those things, and you can see uh, in a lot of cases that a product like this uh, will help fill some gaps. Uh, that they have in their planning, uh, and not only fill those gaps, but give them some peace of mind uh, about being able to stay in the home as they get older. So we'll take just a few minutes now and look at kind of the two uh, companies that offer uh, these products. We'll look uh, real in-depth at Guaranteed Trust in Life, and they'll kind of give you an overview of how these products work. And then we'll kind of look at the differences uh, in the second product with Medico, uh, and then not belabor each of these points uh, with both companies. Uh, so as we look at Guaranteed Trust in Life, essentially they will pay uh, a benefit every day um, to somebody that needs uh, long-term in-home care. Uh, they'll pay uh, up to anywhere between $75 a day up to $200 a day uh, for home health care benefits for things like skilled nursing care, uh, general nursing care, physical therapy, speech pathology, uh, anything of that nature, um, chemotherapy, uh, respirational therapy. They'll pay for uh, all of those, anywhere from uh, $75 up to uh, $200 a day and $300 on medical social. Um, and then you'll also, on top of that, get uh, anywhere between $40 and $120 a day uh, for home health care aid. So that's to help pay for a nurse, uh, things of that nature. 
And then on top of that, they also have a prescription drug benefit uh, that we'll look at. And uh, it starts from day one and how that that particular part of this product uh, makes it uh, very appealing for folks. So first of all, we'll look at uh, the prescription plan and how it kind of works. Essentially, uh, starting day one, uh, GTL will pay for, pay back the individual up to $300 or $600 a year on their prescriptions. Now, how this works is every time they get a generic refill, no matter what the medicine is, uh, they'll give them back $10 um, and that's not based on the copay. So if their copay is only $4 for that medicine, they're still going to give them uh, $10 back on that. In other words, when it comes to this coverage in any way, form, or fashion, there is no coordination of benefits. It's a cash benefit. So uh, if they have a, ge a generic uh, refill, uh, they're still going to get uh, $10. If it's a name brand, or a brand name drug, they're going to get $25 per refill. Now, one thing to remember on that is that uh, if somebody gets a 90-day supply on their drugs, that is still just one refill, uh, so they're going to get $10 uh, still, not $30 because it's three months. Um, so if you look at somebody who is uh, just now turning 65, this particular product will cost them about $300 a, a year for, for a plan A, uh, and they are going to get back $300 a year, up to $300 a year, um, just for a prescription. So they're going to break even, even on the premium for these uh, first couple of years. Um, plan B and C, uh, they'll do up to $600 a year. Um, so that will help alleviate some of those premiums as well. So that's kind of the, the prescription part of this. And then we get into um, the home health care part, which is obviously in a lot of ways, the most important. The first thing we look at is how then does a person qualify uh, to start receiving benefits? So in order for someone to be able to do, uh, to start receiving benefits, they have to meet um, two of what we call the ADL or activities of daily living. Um, that includes eating, uh, bathing, getting dressed, uh, using the toilet, transferring, uh, and then you know continence. Uh, so if they can't uh, do two out of those, two of the six, um, then they will be able to start uh, receiving a benefit. So once they start uh, being able to receive benefits, how then does it work? Essentially, there's three different levels. You have Plan A, Plan B, and Plan C. Uh, as we look at uh, Plan A, uh, it will pay up to, when you combine the home health care benefit uh, with the home health care aid benefit, it's going to pay about $190 uh, per day uh, for 360 days. So essentially, Plan A will pay out about $69,000 uh, for their uh, short-term uh, care. Anything, they can use that again for skilled nursing, uh, general nursing, uh, physical therapy, occupational therapy, chemotherapy. Uh, many of the are in-home needs that someone is going to need uh, for end of life. If we look at Plan B... Uh, it's going to pay out a total of $380 a day 
for 360 days. So that comes out to be about $137,000 towards their uh, short-term care that they need. And then if you look at Plan C, uh, it's going to pay out uh, about uh, $570 per day. Uh, So then you're looking at about $205,000 over the life of the product as far as what uh, they're going to pay out to help for their long-term needs. Uh, But, you know, to try to explain something about the 360 days, um, one thing to keep in mind, and this is a little complicated, so I'll explain it uh, as best I know how, is that it's 360 days lifetime. However, if someone goes uh, through a period of time where they don't need care at all for 180 days, then that 360 days starts over again, okay? So what that means, let's say, give you two different examples. First of all, uh, is someone who, uh, let's say they have uh, cancer, and they need um, six months of care, they get six months of care in home, uh, and then uh, they are cured, they go into recession, they get or get to the point where they no longer need care, they can take care of themselves, and it stays that way for 180 days, then that 360 days starts over, and, they, and then whenever they need it again, they have it. Um, the second uh, person we'll look at is somebody uh, that is uh, that doesn't use it as a calendar. So what I mean by that is that let's say that an individual gets help from their family or friends or neighbors uh, five days a week, but they need care two days a week. They don't have to use up the 360 days in a calendar year. They can stretch that out. Okay, so that 360 days, if they're only using it two days a week, you know, can last for years and years. And then, you know, we'll look at the final option. This is probably somebody that has Alzheimer's, has dementia. Um, They're they're not going to get better. Um, So it's 360 days of care. So once that is done and over with, um, you know, they're they're pretty much they've used it up. And that's that's the amount of coverage they're going to have for their lifetime. So as we look at the cost, as far as the cost of the premium, um, if you look at Plan A for somebody that is 65, uh, you're talking about $25 a month. Uh, for Plan B and Plan C, uh, Plan B is $47.41. Uh, plan C is $54.22. Uh, now, something to keep in mind is that you know when we talked about hospital indemnity, uh, on our last podcast, we talked about the fact that that rate uh, stays the same forever. Uh, that's not how this works. Uh, it does go up about every five years. So uh, plan A goes from 24 54 uh, when they're 65 to age 70. Once they turn 71, it goes to 32 85 And then it tops out about $57.26. Uh, so it does definitely go up every year based uh, on age, but once someone reaches that 86 level, that that rate does stay the same the rest of their lifetime. So that's that's the cost, and uh, that kind of wraps up as far as GTL is concerned. Uh, so look real quickly then at Medico, uh, kind of what it uh, 
basically is the same type of plan, the same kind of coverages, uh, but with about four differentiating factors. Uh, first is that the per day is done in increments of $10, anywhere between 100 and 300 So it's not like they have three different options, plan A, B, and C. You can kind of build it any way that you want to. Um, it, However, this one is 12 months or less, so it's calendar dependent. You couldn't just do two days a week and stretch it out over time. Uh, but they do have, um, still do have a one-time restoration. Again, it's 180 days that they'd have to go without needing care uh, for that uh, calendar year to start over. Um, but at least they do get one. Uh, but they offer it uh, to a wider age range. You can start getting this particular type product at 18 with Medico, whereas GTL uh, starts around age 40. Uh, the pricing is um, pretty similar, um, but as you look at this, uh, this does the Medico product does not include a prescription. Um, so depending on your situation, you know GTL uh, may be the better option. So as we kind of wrap, um, put a bow on this uh, particular training, I hope that you've gotten something out of this, that you've learned something, that you can see this as a viable option uh, for you to be able to uh, talk about with your clients. This is something that your current clients uh, that you visit as we go through AEP, uh, this is a great conversation to be had uh, about um, being able to take care of them when nobody else can, uh, when they can't take care of themselves, uh, when they've exhausted the, the ability to use family and friends and neighbors. Uh, this is a, a way so that they can still stay in the home uh, and get uh, the care uh, that they need as they uh, go on in years. So I uh, hope uh, everyone has had uh, gotten something out of this, and I hope you have a blessed uh, rest of your day. Thank you. Bye-bye.